Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Don't miss a single podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review it, and share it with all of your friends. We've been talking about different kinds of dreams. There are warning dreams, intercessory dreams, deliverance dreams, and last week we talked about dreams that repeat. When a dream repeats itself or elements inside of your dreams keep repeating, then we need to pay attention. This is based in a spiritual principle that we see in the Bible. In Deuteronomy chapter 19, verse 15, we read this, At the mouth of two witnesses, or at the mouth of three witnesses, shall the matter be established. We see this principle of establishing things through two or three witnesses utilized in many contexts in the Bible. For example, in 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 1, the Apostle Paul told the Corinthians, This will be the third time I am coming to you. By the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. Then again, we see this principle cited in the context of prayer and how we're to establish God's will on the earth. In Matthew chapter 18, verses 18 through 20, we read this. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it'll be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. And this biblical principle carries over into our dreams as well. If your dream or elements in the dream repeat, there are four basic things to consider. Number one, something has happened or is happening that needs to be addressed, perhaps healed. Number two, something has happened or is happening that needs to be recognized and honored. Number three, Satan is attempting to establish something evil and wicked in your life that God wants to intercept and change. Number four, or God is establishing something on your behalf and is showing you what you need to align yourself to in prayer, through stewardship, and by making decrees. Now we're going to discuss impartational dreams. These are dreams where supernatural gifts and anointings are given to you. These gifts and anointings are real. Impartational dreams, they're to be stewarded, and those gifts are to be stirred up in order to become activated in your life. Now, before we go any further, be sure to get my book, Prophetic Secrets. This book will teach you the language of heaven, and you'll know God's voice on a whole nother level. It's available in Kindle, audio, and paperback, and it ships from the USA or Australia. Go to JenniferEvaz.com and just click the shop tab. Now back to our topic, impartational dreams. To comprehend the nature of this kind of dream, we first need to learn what biblical impartation really means. To understand impartation, you have to understand anointing, which in the scriptures means to be smeared. That typically involves anointing oil. And we also see in the Bible that oil is a type and symbol of the Holy Spirit. When a prophet or priest poured oil over the head of someone, it was referred to as anointing that person, and they were anointed for a specific purpose. They were given an ability to do something they couldn't do before. For example, the prophet Samuel physically anointed Saul with oil to be king over Israel. Later, the prophet Samuel anointed David in the same manner to replace him. 
In 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 12 and 13, we read the account. Now he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. In the Old Testament, we also see that tangible blessings could be imparted through the laying on of hands. For example, as the patriarch Israel neared the end of his life, he blessed Joseph and his sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. We read the account in Genesis chapter 48, verses 14 to 20. Then Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it on Ephraim's head, who was the younger, and his left hand on Manasseh's head, guiding his hands knowingly, for Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed Joseph and said, God, before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has fed me all my life long to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads. Let my name be named among them, in the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. Now when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand on the head of Ephraim, it displeased him, so he took hold of his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. And Joseph said to his father, Not so, my father, for this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He also shall become a people, and he also shall be great. But truly his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his descendants shall become a multitude of nations. So he blessed them that day, saying, By you Israel will bless, saying, May God make you as Ephraim and as Manasseh. And thus he set Ephraim before Manasseh. Here we see Jacob passing on through impartation the Abrahamic covenant of blessing. His prophetic insight also enabled him to know that the younger son of Joseph would be greater than the firstborn. The laying on of hands was so important that Joseph tried to change his father's hands upon the heads of his sons. But Israel knew what he was doing and blessed accordingly. In the New Testament, we find that the anointing of the Holy Spirit can now be passed through the laying on of hands because the anointing abides within us. In 1 John chapter 2 and verse 27, we read, But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. The Apostle Paul named the laying on of hands as one of the six basic fundamental doctrines a Christian should understand. This places it in the very foundation of our Christian beliefs. In some circles of the modern church, impartation is ignored if not denied altogether. In the first century, it was considered a foundational truth. In Hebrews chapter 6, verses 1 and 2, it says, Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God, of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. Paul also thought of impartation as part of the process of becoming established. He imparted spiritual gifts to the Roman believers to give them a better foundation. Paul said, For I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gifts so that you may be established. That's Romans chapter 1 verse 11. 
When you have an impartational dream, essentially you are being anointed and given an ability that you didn't have before. And it's a form of laying on of hands, only it's happening in your dream. There is not one way that this happens, but this is the general idea behind this kind of dream. For example, Benny Hinn, who I believe we all know who that is, he had a dream in which Catherine Kuhlman appeared to him. You probably remember the late Catherine Kuhlman. She was outstandingly anointed by the Holy Spirit for healings and miracles. She appeared in his dream, and we see the impartation even today. Benny Hinn also moves powerfully in healings and miracles. Was it really Catherine Kuhlman or just a representation of her? I don't know. We just see the results. And when you have a dream like that, you have to steward it. You bring it to the Lord in prayer. You begin to stir up your faith for the impartation that you saw in the dream. And then you step out on that anointing as if you have it. That's how the Holy Spirit instructed me. He said, act like you have it and just start ministering in that anointing. And I've done that ever since. Now, let me share with you a few dreams from people in my mentorship group. These are impartational dreams. Ada Sultanian, she had a dream where Jesus was by the fire cooking fish, and he asked her in the dream, do you love me? Then feed my sheep. Ada did not realize that in that dream, he also gave her some kind of upgrade in what she had the ability to do. When she stepped out on that new anointing, she did things her regular self could not do in a million years. She definitely received a supernatural impartation in that dream. Ann Jansen's she said she had gift wrap packages brought to her in dreams. Countless times she had been given babies as presents in her dreams. In one dream, she was given a big brown Bible and told to preach the gospel. Soon after that dream, invitations to preach begin to increase, and she's still preaching today. Well, thank you once again for listening to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Help me to get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Just go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.